0: Another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And yes, it's another week, which means it's another edition of sapeople.com with Jenny Baxter and Melanie Walker. And uh, all the way over in Antibes in France, Jenny looking very summery, even though they're supposedly in winter. Uh, <laughs> you're looking great. Well, it's, it's a polar neck with short sleeves, which is very odd. Um, but anyway, how are you doing, Jenny?
1: As long as your neck is warm, you're fine. Or they say, if your feet are warm or, or your head, then you're okay. So yeah, um, I'm doing really Well,
0: thanks, Mal. Hello. Hi. So there's been a lot of uh, interesting things happening. I mean, we've got a few stories, like some feedback from stories from last week as well. But um, I think we should start off with entertainment because it was just Valentine's Day. What movies have you noticed which we can watch either here or South Africans abroad can watch put us in the mood for love? Uh, I've just got a poem for you before we do that, though, of course, you know, the whole thing about roses are red, violets are blue. Sunflowers are yellow and I think you were expecting something romantic, but no, these are just gardening facts.
1: that's not fair. Um, Well, you can go on to SA People and you'll see we've got seven romantic movies there all on Showmax. Most of them available to South Africans abroad to watch as well. They'll put you in the mood for love. They'll put you in the mood for loving South Africa. One of the things is, of course, Sex in Afrikaans, which I have mentioned before, before it it only started on Valentine's Day. Um, It's weekly and it's a documentary about what is really going on in SA, and it is eye-opening. It's really worth watching. And then, of course, there is on Netflix. Okay, this isn't romantic. Although, although Skulk for it does speak about getting engaged, um, so there is some romance in it. It's called Only Jokes Aloud So wherever you are in the world, if you have Netflix, it's got six of South Africa's top comedians. So it's a great way to plug in and see what's happening with SA comedy. Um, then on, on social media, there are a lot of very funny South African tindler swindler jokes um i don't don't know did you see the one where the guy is is like shouting at this woman to go and and pay i need the money i need the money but i need money
2: for
0: i have to go and have a weave and i need money for a taxi (laughs) and i got no data
1: (laughs) i know and then when she finally gets there after he sent her all that money to actually get there she goes the system is offline um so it's Classic essay. And then, just out of interest, um, since, since people seem to like con artists, there's a real story turned into a kind of fictionalized movie, uh, TV series called Inventing Anna. And it stars, um, the, the, the woman who played Ruth in Ozark. All right. Okay. Yeah. And it's about a German heiress who wasn't really an heiress who managed to, um, Almost rip off New York society. Um, so
0: uh, no, after watching Tinder Swindler, trust me, I just don't want to watch any more of those movies because I can't believe that how gullible people are. It's frightening. But anyway, <laughs>
1: no.
0: uh, well, talking about entertainment, um, entertainment, of course, is not just about the TV, big box, all the small screens or big screens. It's also about music.
1: Oh, yeah. It's Benji Moody from Fresh Music, and I think South Africans know him from a TV show. As well. Tell me, Benji, weren't you on a TV show in South Africa?
2: Melanie and I were on a TV show together at one point. In oh, fact, which I, I It was that talk show with, with Tony. With Kevin Savage. With Kevin Savage, that's right. And I've got the photo to prove it, Mel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I think all of us who work in the entertainment industry you will find us either on TV, on radio, on podcasts, uh, doing events. I mean, we're just all over the place. But of course, I mean, I know Benji from actually signing some people who lived in my house at one stage as well. So he used to come and visit my house um, and come and listen to all the amazing musicians. But uh Benji's been having a lot of fun, and I know that you and Jen have been speaking a lot. So what's been going on?
2: Okay, so... I know Jenny for, forever, from the, from the 80s. Uh, I was with Tusk Music for many, many years, and as you pointed out, Mel signed a lot of artists. I left, uh, I worked for Universal for a while as a consultant, and then I left in 2013, and I ostensibly kind of called it a day on the, re- the record company side of the career. So I got bored after about two weeks, and, and, and I decided I'm gonna open a vinyl store, and that was in 2013, when vinyl had not achieved where it is now. So I opened Vinyl Junkie, and that's what I do now. And I also have a radio show and I'm busy trying to do podcasting. And so I'm keeping, keeping in on music because like, that is my life, you know what I mean?
1: And Benj, at the vinyl store, is it South African music or international?
2: Oh, it's a mixture, Jenny. It's uh, a lot of uh, what we like to call pre-loved records, yeah. uh, or pre-owned, so a lot of, of second-hand stuff, but really quality stuff, some new stuff, and it's a mixture, international, South African, African, French, even even Greek music, I mean, I stock everything here. I've even got a shelf called, I Bet You Don't Have This, <laughs> and in there I keep things, that people come in, they go, I bet you don't have Dean Martin, and I kind of go, yeah, actually I do, here's the best of Dean Martin, so... You know, so it's fun. I get to to listen to music all day.
1: And I think, I mean, vinyl's growing, isn't it? Like Adele even released a vinyl now, didn't she?
2: Yeah, in fact, she's uh, singularly responsible for the shortage of vinyl in Europe at the moment because when Sony Music put the first, this new album up because she had signed to Sony, Uh, they calculated they would sell X amount of records, vinyl records. Of course, it was totally underestimated, sold out in two days. And now the plants that are in both Europe and America are completely overloaded, trying to get Adele's pressings out. Plus, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of artists waiting for their records to be pressed because everyone's pulling out records now.
1: Why do you think people are preferring it?
2: Well, I think it's the whole experience, isn't it? I mean, if, if you remember back to our youth, where you used to get a record from Elba Records or from oh, look and totally. Listen, and you'd like put it on and you'd drop the needle and you'd take the cover and you'd take out the lyric sheet and you'd open up the cover and you'd like digest the whole thing. Because albums, which people don't talk about these days, they talk about tracks, but albums are meant to be listened to in context. So it's like if you're listening to Pink Floyd, The Wall, you can't just listen to another brick and wall because there's no context. So you listen to the album as a whole and then you understand it's a, it's a body of work. It's a piece of art. I think young Absolutely. people particularly are embracing vinyl because of that experience, you know, and, and, and it just grows and grows. In yeah, fact, yeah. if you had to ask me five years ago, three years ago, where did I think vinyl was going? I would have said, well, I think it's probably going to peak soon, no chance.
1: That's
0: m- we're, going that's back to, we're going back to the past rather than to the future. <laughs> um, but it is true. I mean, I've, I spend a lot of time at Vinyl Junkie, mainly because I'm collecting for my children as well. So they always get records and um i still have to get <laughs> i haven't listened to any of them i think they're just like collecting them for the covers to be honest with you <laughs> because it is a thing as well i mean it wasn't just about actually having the music one thing that i saw which i was wondering if we have any in south africa benji are these bone records have you seen the ones that were made when they weren't allowed to make records in russia so they used x-rays to actually make records
2: do we have any here i mean is there anything like that around no, it's kind of it's kind of like a, a, a in a way, a kind of bit like a, an urban legend. I've never seen it. Uh, um, do they exist? Probably, but I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't imagine playing somebody's thorax on my Thorins uh, turntable. So um, <laughs> y- you know, uh, yeah. I mean, it's weird. the weird and wonderful happens in, in in vinyl records. You get all shapes of vinyl. You get coloured records, you get splattered records, you get multi-packaged records, it's amazing, it's amazing where it's going.
1: And, and Benj, are you still, you know, are expats still able to buy some of their favourite old South African music through Fresh Music, are you still involved in that?
2: Well, you get it through my website, finaljunkie.co.za. So I have a South African section there. So if you're looking for Bright Blue or you're looking for Falling Mirror or you're looking for Hotline or, or the like, we, we ship, I, I ship a lot internationally because a lot of expats are looking. There's, a, there's a, a, an incredible interest in South African music, particularly from continental Europe, particularly from France. And the French specialize in buying those bubblegum records from the mid-'80s. So Brenda Fassi, Yvonne Shaka-Shaka, Image Larker, et cetera. And they go for like two, three, four hundred dollars
1: 400 There's actually a South African on French TV at the moment, the French The Voice. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. She's called Natalie Nova now, but her name used to be Lou Chase.
2: Yes, I and know I Lou Chase. And I saw you and I had some
1: common friends with her. Yeah, so, she's, so her new stage name is Natalie Nova.
2: So Lou Chase was... was and she's uh, doing,
1: she's doing a, really well. All the judges loved her.
2: Well, she was here for quite a while. And I mean, she, you know, this is a very small market. So if you're doing original music, particularly these days, where things are not album-driven or A&R-driven or career development-driven, you're suffering So you've got to move out of the country if you want to be popular on a broader basis. So she... She came into the, the, the old shop quite a few times and we used to have these conversations and I said to her, Go. There's there's nothing here and I, I maintain that there is nothing here if you if you're going to be original. So she went to France and she's been there a few years now. So I'm glad. I'm glad that she's doing well.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. OK, so Benji, if people overseas want to listen to you, I, I mean, I know that um, with um, Hot 1027 here in South Africa, from if you're listening on radio at seven o'clock in the evening, it goes to classic, but it still streams um, your music. And what time do you go? You're on a Sunday, um, not in the afternoon anymore, but in the evening. Hey? Seven
2: to ten on a Sunday you go to www.hot1027.co.za. And you can tune in and listen to him. The show is pretty laid back. It's kind of a mixture of pop and soul, classic stuff. So everything from A-ha to, to, to well, not, I was going to say ZZ Top, but sadly not, but to Zucchero, let's say. Um, <laughs>
0: oh, shame! what a problem that is. <laughs> terrible. No, terrible.
2: But, but, but I get involved and I, I, I bug them every week and I send them lists. Why don't we play this? Why don't we play George Michael's version of Roxanne, which I think is the most stunning version of Roxanne by The Police. I don't know if you've heard that, but it's brilliant. So I go in and I nag them, and sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't, but I just do it for fun.
1: Also, I feel like you're somehow involved with the, the Pegasus Vertical Business Jet that we were talking about last week, which is um, in, in the new movie, The Lost City, coming out in March with Sandra Bullock and everybody. Can you tell us a little bit about that? That's a South African guy who... Who did the concept and everything isn
2: 't it yeah Dr. Mir is actually an aesthetic uh, doctor, so he, he is probably the most successful aesthetic doctor in the country i mean he 's completely packed with people having their faces done and their bodies done, etc but he 's also a very keen aeronautics uh, scholar and he, he, he came up with this concept of the vertical business jet and you can you can read about it on on pegasus dot com but This is quite a breakthrough for South Africa in that the prototype of the jet, as you talked about last week with Mel, has has now landed up in in the Lost City. So I do freelance work for the publicity workshop TPW, which is my wife's company. So I took this on as a kind of a, you know, this was fun for me. So I did that and and the reaction has been amazing to it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go and see the movie next month.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. I really can't wait, very proud. Well done. Well, thank you. And
0: thank you so much for joining us, Benji. Gillespie. It's always, always lovely you. to see you. Of course, I will be uh, coming to spend more money in your shop. Oh, <laughs> <which just> kept... <laughs> I never, whenever I drive past there, I have to steal myself sometimes.
1: Say,
2: don't, <laughs> don't turn left. Don't turn left. <laughs> and I try not to encourage you, do I, Mel? Thanks,
1: Benji.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Jen. We'll talk soon. No, no, he, he, but uh, it is
0: wonderful. I just say, I need this and he'll find it for me. It's fantastic. Thanks, Benji Moody, one of the stalwarts of the music industry in South Africa.
1: Cheers Ben.
2: Bye, bye Jen. We'll catch up with you soon. <laughs> We're talking
0: about uh, South Africans and Bushveld and movies and things. Of course, the big, the big story here in South Africa uh, is, is happening in Hutspreet.
1: Oh, isn't it brilliant? Just putting a spotlight in Hood I hope you saw our headline from Hollywood to he- Hood Sprite. And said People was the first to publish a photo of Tom Cruise in South Africa while everybody else was still saying He's coming to South Africa. Um, Gillian Lee Soames, who I've known for a couple of years, had already spotted him um, flying above her garden in Hood She's taken some fantastic photos, which we'll be publishing later today. She's kind of seen them every day, and he's now waving at her and... Um, it's just—it's been great for the community. uh Some people are saying, "Oh, all this noise for the animals," but I think the community is really going to benefit. I think when Mission Impossible Eight comes out, it is going to be such a good advert for SA. For instance, he—you know—there's going to be footage of Blood River Canyon. You know how mm, exquisite it that like is, and like potholes with, and things. Yeah, and most people, you know, don't know that area, so. I think it's it's really going to be wonderful. The the messages welcoming him to South Africa have been fantastic. The jokes, of course, you know, saying that Mission Impossible is that <laughs> the Mission Impossible is going to be Tom trying to charge his phone, Tom trying to get, we'll get his a driver's license, yeah, <laughs> getting <his> driver's <laughs> license renewed. So um, I think South Africa and Tom are going to have a great relationship over the next few months.
0: Yeah, so you can go and see the big six now instead of just the big five, the lesser known swallowed, (laughs) the swallow tailed cruiser. (laughs) So let's make things up as we go along there. Yeah, so I mean, it's, I mean, I. Remember shooting up there for Place of Lions, also in Pumalanga area. It was completely mad with the people in the area all going completely mad, like about Michael um, Douglas and Val Kilmer being out in the country. But it is, it does bring a lot of work for the people in the area as well. So I think, you know, the animals didn't get freaked out that much, although I was running around literally with eight huge lions being held on just normal dog chains.
1: You (laughs) were probably freaking them out. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it was me. I was growling back at them, yeah. <laughs> but,
1: you know, it's it's funny you say that about what you spot because did you see Scalper He's actually up in Bombella, which used to be mm-hmm. called Nelsprae, yeah he's up there at the moment and actually doing a comedy show for charity on the 28th of February for anybody in the area he's so funny and it's for charity um but he did this fantastic video from the Kruger Shalati which is that train on the bridge which has been turned into a luxury hotel yeah and um and his video is how you know you're at a cock-fancy place, (laughs) you know. And (laughs) and one of the things he shows is a bird book. And he says, you know, only cock-fancy people um, actually are interested in birds, whereas people like him from Kempton Park, they just say, show me the rhino, show me the elephant, you know.
0: I think South Africans have also been kind of like quite useful. I mean, also up in Limpopo as well, in Hootspret, actually, (laughs) um, is the plane hotel as well. So they've changed. They turned an an aeroplane into a hotel. I spoke to them on Mansfield today. Um, It's called Aerotel. So I mean, if anybody wants to go and stay in an aeroplane, it's really beautiful. Yeah, that
1: sounds amazing. I also saw your ex did a, a video about an upside down. House or something?
0: Yes, there is one. That I know the only one I've actually seen is the one that's in Phuket in um, Thailand, but uh, there is one that is upside down as well in, here South, in South Africa, Africa. Yeah. yeah and
1: yeah. Um, hey, and while we're in the Kruger did you see the amazing news that um, people from Europe can now fly, will will soon be able to sorry, I think it's from the 5th of, when, when's it from? It's from mid-November until mm-hmm. the 25th of March they're going to be able to fly directly from Frankfurt to the Kruger National Park to um, Mombela
0: Bombella, yeah, Nelspruit, that kind of area, yeah, which is great. I mean, that just makes it so much easier for people than rather than having to fly to Johannesburg, and then either get a small plane or drive up there. So um, flying straight in is such a great idea. And
1: and I've you know quite a few when we posted the story uh, quite a few people said oh you know this is going to take business away from the people in joburg and blah 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 but i think that this is going to attract more tourists there are mm. a lot of people who don't you know from europe who maybe don't want to go to the kruger they only want to go to the kruger they don't want to go via johannesburg or anything yeah. and so they don't go at all so yeah. i i think this will boost business i mean the Mpumalanga is so excited they said it's going to be a game changer
0: Okay, now see you've got a thing here, um, Sanctuary Mandela, we're on game farms and things at the moment, what's that all about?
1: Well, moving from the game farms to Houghton, it's Nelson Mandela's old home where he stayed, where he lived when he was president. It's so Mm. funny, the other day I was with a South African and she asked somebody where they stayed and they had no idea that she meant where do you live. Because we only say that in South Africa, where do you stay? I just said Mandela stayed there; he lived there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Sanctuary Mandela is his old house in Houghton that's been turned into this luxury hotel. Eighteen guests. I think prices range from two hundred and sixty a night to a thousand for his real presidential suite, you know.
0: That's in dollars, yeah, not in rands.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, wouldn't that be nice if it was rands? Sorry, yes, U.S. dollars. And I think one of the most beautiful things is that last year we spoke about on the podcast about Skoli um, Ndoyia, his...
0: <laughs> you, you <pronounce> it. <laughs> Can you pronounce
1: Koliswa.
0: it? From... Koliswa. Yes. Okay,
1: thank you. Okay. So, so... So, last year, some expats were helping her to raise money because she had fallen on hard times. She mm. cooked for Mandela for 22 years, did a recipe book, and was not getting the um, royalties. Well, she is the cook at the new Lani Hotel. So Fantastic. You can, yeah, and you can go and you can listen to her tell you, you know, the stories that his Mandela's favorite food was oxtail, soup, things like that. So.
0: Okay. Oh I love oxtail. Oh, mm-hmm. And
1: and her secret ingredient for every recipe what? is always love.
0: Always love. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about love, oh, really? I know we're past, thank goodness we're past um, Valentine's Day. The whole thing, I, have, I love playing Wordle, um, and it seems to have become quite a thing amongst uh, people all over the world, and we all, you know, most people, I don't go and print mine on Facebook. Um, you know, most people will share this, how many, how many you got it done in. But oh, the yeah. South African version is just a uh, Wordle. <laughs>
1: yeah, because, you, you know, since New York Times took it over, a lot of people are whinging, and mm saying it's not quite the same but the guy who created it he had created enough words for 2000 i think for 2000 words 2000 days mm-hmm. so so i don't know why the new york times just didn't continue with his words and maybe they are but anyway yeah the south african version and it was very interesting everybody was tweeting about it vortil and that actually Vortel, which means carrot in Afrikaans, or root is, yeah Oh, thank you, Mrs. Plant Lady. Um, <laughs> actually, actually, was brought to South Africa that word by the Malay Cape Malay people. You know, not it's not from the Netherlands. And and in the Netherlands, they actually have another word for carrots that has nothing to do with wortels. So okay. um, yeah, learned something well, on Twitter.
0: Learn yeah. something new every day. Yeah. All right. So what's new when it comes to news from expats?
1: You know, Prince Andrew yesterday has agreed to pay approximately $7.5 million. Um, and and just on that whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, we do have a video on SA people at the moment with a South African who was an alleged victim of Jeffrey Epstein. Her name's Sarah Ransom. And it's a really good video just on on how to avoid ever getting into those kind of situations and what to do if you know somebody who has been abused like that. So there's that. Then, then of course, this week is New Zealand and South Africa cricket, the test match. And it'll be really interesting because this will be the first time that the South Africans are playing against... um, Devin Conway, mm-hmm. who moved to, he's South African and obviously is friends with most of the guys on the team and he, he, moved to New Zealand in 2017 and I think from 2020 was officially allowed to represent the, the All Blacks. So oh yeah, are they called the All Blacks? Do they play cricket? I don't know. But, um, New Black Zealand. Caps. <laughs> Black cat, that's it. So, yep. Thank you. So, yeah, so Dean Algo, who's our captain, was saying that, you know, they'll all be friendly with him off the field, but on the field it's business. You're our
0: mortal enemy. <laughs> yeah,
1: and they do not see him as South African. He is New Zealand, you know.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, okay, so also talking about sports, and it's not really a sport, but, I mean, we were talking last week about Midmar, the Midmar mile with people swimming it. Um, and a lot of people who do it, I think they're completely mad, but they do it anyway. <laughs> so what feedback did you get from that?
1: Oh, well, the two winners, it was the first time either of them had won. Stephanie Hartman only even decided the week before to actually enter. So, so it was really exciting to see that. There was also a, the girl who won in the under 13s was a visitor from England who had only ever competed in a swimming pool. And then there was a wonderful woman in her sixties, Gail Bristow. She came third, but it was her forty-eighth consecutive midmar mile, and she just had a knee replacement. So oh, she wow. said, "Yeah, she said next year she'll do even better because all her bits are in order now."
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy! Okay, so um, what else have you got that's? Um happening the local good news that you've picked up on
1: well city of china has is really entertaining i mean they have taken on their own word aggressive campaign to make people pay up in china for like electricity bills etc so they've been posting photographs of like sars saps all the places they're going to and saying pay up however it's not sars or saps who haven't paid but the, their landlords. So, um, mm. but they, they're publicizing it and they're getting it done. Um, then there's a girl from Durban, Jade Reynolds, who has just made South Africa so proud. Out of 178,000 entries from 118 countries, she came first in biology and accounting. So the world truly is her oyster. And, um, and just by the way, her mother happens to be Carol Reynolds. Who was Miss Universe SA in 1996, and and the woman who brought this all to our attention is Beverly Cook Tonneson from the Learning Coach. Yeah, she's an
0: actress and, and comedian who I used to work with here, and everybody thought we were sisters. Oh, <laughs> I adore she, Bev; she's great.
1: She is amazing. She's the one who told us about the um wh- when the guys were playing in the driveway, making yes. beautiful music during during lockdown. So, yeah, she's a very special person. And and she said, you know, Jade, because she had originally tutored Jade, but she said Jade did this all on her own. And she said, you know, Jade just works flipping hard. So, well (laughs) done to Jade.
0: And I see also, uh, we were talking about, I was talking about the lions in a place, uh, not place of lions, uh, Ghosts in the Darkness. Um, And I see at the time there were two French lions there, because they had lions that came in with their lion tamers from all over the place. There was a guy from America with his three lions, and then a French lion tamer who had his two. They were the bad-tempered ones, though, the French ones. But I see now that four lions have been rescued from a French circus, and what, they've been taken out to Shamwari.
1: Yeah, yeah. but how, I, I mean, it's just divine. Born Free have really done so well hanging on to that. They were called the Lions of Lockdown because they got, they should have been rescued sooner or brought to South Africa sooner, but they, you know, got yeah, locked down be. like many other people, mm-hmm. like many other people and animals. And so, so they now there. You know, there were 200,000 Lions in the wild when Born Free was made, the movie, in mm-hmm. the 60s. And there are now only 20,000. So, you know, if you want to support Born Free, please do.
0: Okay, cool. Okay, well, we're running out of time here. Sheesh! I can't believe we've got so much to talk about because there's so much good news in South Africa. Uh, what have you got coming up on Sapeople.com?
1: Oh, there's a fantastic campaign on at the moment. Ends at the end of March to get 10,000 students to learn coding. It's a life changer for these people. And then there's also the launch of the 30 by 30 Now campaign to save 30% of the world's land and sea by 2030, which is really important. So please look out for that. And then also look out for the praise from the Director General of WHO, Dr. Tedros. Really important to see, I think.
0: Okay, fantastic. Jenny, always so many good stories. And we'll be coming back with some more next week, of course. So in the interim, you can get along to sapeople.com or just go and pop onto the Facebook page. Also, SA People for news for expats and South Africans abroad or whatever it is, <laughs> you'll find it on Facebook. Okay, and um, all of these stories and more will be there for your enjoyment. Don't forget to keep on supporting South Africa if you're not living here. And if you are... let's just make it the best place we can be. Jen, we'll catch up again with you next week.
1: Thanks, Mel. Look forward to it. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.